Hello, listeners. This is Lumpkin County Middle School Business Podcast. I'm Emily. I'm Kylie. I'm Olivia. I'm Haley. We're here today with Coach Glenn from Riverside Tavern. Thank you, Coach Glenn, for I'm, being here. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, I might have interrupted you there. With us on today's podcast, we'll be talking about risks, risks of a business. Okay. Thank you. I enjoy being here with you. Before we get started with our podcast, we just want to thank you for letting us interview you for thank this you. podcast. Thank you for having me. According to AmericaExpress.com, as more customers use online and mobile channels to share personal data, there is also greater opportunities for hacking. Are you ever afraid of your business getting hacked? Well, it is, uh, you know, could happen, but we, we're not overly worried about it. We have some software that prevents them from getting into our, our main frame of our computer. And we have online software that we do our all of our orders from, and so they monitor it from a different location. So if there's any problem with it, uh, they'll notify us and let us make us aware of the situation. So it is something that you're aware of, but it's not anything that you worry about every day. What is the best way to prepare financially for owning a business? The best way to prepare financially I did a, a risk analysis thing for, for our uh, area that, we, that we're in that we serve, and the uh, traffic count's important. So I had to get with the financial advisor of our business, and he advised me how many people, how, how many customers we would have during any point in time of the day. So speaking with the bank and speaking with the people who lend that money out is always important in the decision in, in the business. But we determined how much we could pay if things just weren't successful at all. If we had to make the payments on all the stuff, could we make it with our current salary? And if the answer is no to that, then you're probably a little bit over your head in your business because I've noticed, I've seen people who have businesses before and they have a rough month or so and they can't make the payments. And so if they can't make those payments with the money that they make from other places, then their business may suffer from it. In your opinion, what was the hardest part of planning your business? Did you ever think your business would fail? No, I didn't think it would fail. I think that planning for, uh, the hardest part of planning for is personnel. Because if say if we have three cooks and five people serving and one dishwasher and two or three of those people calling sick in one day, that means you still have to do the job. You may have to cover 500 people eating lunch and dinner that night. But at the same time, the job still has to be done. So if you're short two servers, you know, maybe a dishwasher, somebody has to do that job. So you have to pull personnel from somewhere else. And they were guarantee'd making, say, you know, 150, 200 dollars at night in tips. Now they get converted to a dishwasher making, you know, ten dollars an hour, eighty dollars, they suffer some loss. They don't like doing that. So I would say the hardest thing about the business so far has been uh, planning and trying to schedule personnel to work jobs. How do you choose people to work for you? How to teach people to work for How us? do you choose people? Treat people. Oh, that's easy. That's the easy question. Treat people exactly the way that, you, you know, if you were working in that same job, you'd want, to, you'd want somebody to treat you like that way. So people come in to work the jobs for me, I, I show them how to do the job. And from time to time, I'll get in, in, in there with them. If they're washing dishes, I'll get in there with them and wash dishes. You know, I don't treat anybody 
job less important than the guy cooking. The guy cooking is a really important job, and I'll get in there from time to time and work with him in case he's sick sometimes because our, our chef has been at another restaurant, and he prepares all the meals that we have out. And maybe, like I said, if you're real busy that day and have four or 500 people, he's prepared four or 500 meals. If he gets tired and has to take a break or something and take a breather, you want to show him that you can do that too. So I always treat people with this, that I would do the same job that they were doing if you know if things got busy so they'll know that, that I'm not too good to do that job too. Which when you own the business, you better not be too good to do any job because if you know if cooks need it, dishwash need need to take orders, you need to clean the restaurant, clean the tables off, you have to do it all sometimes. <coughs> Are you ever scared that your customers weren't going to be satisfied with your production in the res in your restaurant? I'm not afraid that they won't be uh, scared. I mean, I'm not scared they won't be satisfied. There have been times before when I looked out there, and you have, you know, I don't like to wait at a restaurant. When I go to the restaurant, if it's the wait's more than an hour, I wouldn't stay. And so I try to keep our wait down to like 30 minutes. But I do get a little nervous sometimes when I look out there and there's. 30 or 40 people waiting to be seated and we have a maximum capacity of you know 80 people to be seated so there are times I worry about the uh, seating capacity and the wait time for it because like I said I don't like to wait and I treat myself I try to put myself in if this were my if I were sitting down for a meal how long, how long would I wait <coughs> so that, that that's pretty much that I read on Allstate.com that there are some different types of business risks such as damage to your business or the contents interruption to your business, like a natural disaster injuries that happen at your business and lawsuits. How do you try to prevent these risks? Well, the one thing I can tell you right off the bat, if you remember how much rain we've had recently, we, we're, our restaurant, my restaurant's right on the river, and the river comes up, and we have a bottom area that I just redid it's got a nice log walls don't make the, the walls are made out of logs and there's a big 70 inch TV on it and sitting down there on right on the river it's beautiful if you're out on the river but it's also dangerous because with the floods and everything that have you know happened recently the water came about two inches away from coming into the restaurant which was you know hazardous we bought we talked about flood insurance but it, right now the, the area, that area has only flooded one time in the last hundred years like that, but it almost flooded with all the rains we had in the last month. It almost flooded like that again. So I talked about getting flood insurance for something in the future. We have to do some maps and find what the floodplains are in that area, see how much it'd be, see how much it'd be worth it besides that. But natural disaster, other than that, I'm not really worried about anything other than the flood on the river. Why should you make sure you have a business strategy? Do what now? Why should you make sure you have a business strategy? Oh, because you want to make sure that you succeed. You want to make sure that you've got something, the strategy in place before you just jump in there. We had to figure out what kind of food we were going to be serving. Did we, did we think we were going to be too high priced for the area? Did we want to make sure we have attractions that people like that this area would come from? You couldn't serve like uh, caviar and, you know, a $400 dinner in an area where people expect the dinner to be you know, 20 or $30. You have to make your business strategy 
accustomed to that area and make it kind of tailor it toward the people that are going to be coming through. Most of those people are traveling up and down the mountain or going on vacation or taking a weekend to go somewhere. So they expect a good meal, you know, at a fair price. So you want to make sure you have your business strategy in place for you where you are in the area. Why should, why should you be concerned about your health and safety, like your customer's health and safety? Because I'm going to tell you that the health of the customer's safety is paramount because if you were to get a bad health rating or a bad area where, where something happened and one of the customers got sick, you would have a very high lawsuit on your hands. You know, people get sick from your food, they're coming to sue you. Somebody gets injured or something like that. Are you worried about having a low number of employees? A low number, of, uh, yeah, we have that problem from time to time. Like this weekend, we had two people calling sick, two people were on vacation. So it, instead of me doing my job I normally do, I had to get back and work in the kitchen some and do things that I normally wouldn't do. But yeah, the, the low number of employees is something that you definitely have to, especially with summer coming up, we go from like uh, 16 employees to 25 employees. So there's a lot of uptime in employees in the summertime. What would you do if population changed? Well, it depends on, you know, if, if it increases, it's always good for us. Population for the county is maintained right now, but our most of our customers are transient people. They're, they're moving from here to there. They're not really, we have local customers, but most of ours are people either going on vacation or going to the mountains for the weekend. Motorcycle traffic's real big in that area, so. The population to the immediate area really doesn't matter uh, with us. We have locals, like I said, but most of ours are going up and down the mountain. What are the main things you need to make sure your business is secure? Okay. Yeah, we, we have we have all security cameras in our business. We have every, every, on every piece of our property, we have security cameras to make sure that if anything happens, that we have the right story. We make sure that our employees are safely walking to and from the uh, parking areas. We have people that walk up and down. If people need rides, we give them a ride up and down to the, where the golf cart we have that we have in the parking area up to the restaurant. Uh, so we, we, we make sure that our environment is a safe environment for our customers and our employees. This has been a great conversation. We'd like to thank our guest coach, Glenn, for talking to us about risks in a business. We've learned a lot, and we hope our listeners have too. I'd like to say thank you. That was the most uh intriguing interview you guys did a great job with the questions i look forward to doing it again thank y'all